0: That's right. Welcome back to episode 13 of Rinkside. Happy Rosh Hashanah, the head of the year, to all our Rinkside viewers out there. Um, you know it's been a sweet year so far. I've definitely been drizzling on the honey on my apples. Chewy, what's been uh, going down? It's been about a week hiatus since we've met up.
1: Yeah, that's I don't even know what to do with that intro. That was crazy. Uh, yeah, things are going uh, not bad over here. If for any, I guess for anyone whose parents who are parents uh, and they understand the the how daycare works. I guess when you put your kids in daycare, they get like sick like a thousand times. Um, so my kids are sick. we sick for the third time. Um, that was yeah. It's been interesting. They've perpetually always have a runny nose. So um as much as daycare is uh, fun to bring them to they're just always sick. So we're dealing with that. Uh I also got a couple new cards I'm going to put put up today. So we got uh, another ringside signings one of my Ooh. favorite players Gustav Nyquist. So that we're going to add that to the collection and then two uh, Anthony Mantha cards there with some jerseys patches Ooh. in them. Uh so happy with those and uh yeah that's that's been my week. How about you? how's uh potty's corner you look uh you look like you're in a different scene today
0: yeah, you know i'm I'm holding it down in Oak Park, uh, just a little suburb outside of Chicago, where I grew up in the mean streets over here. you know this is where we hold it down um you know i've uh had a good time. I was actually in Austin for uh, a wedding in uh I don't remember like last weekend or something. There was like the Burton Springs or the Benton Springs, but it was like this massive pool, but it wasn't really a pool. It was like a natural rock, you know, opening in okay. the ground with water okay. and, and there wasn't like concrete on the bottom. There was like moss, but there was diving boards. It was like 300 meters tall. It was so cool. Might have been called Barton a... Springs.
1: All right. Barton yeah. Springs for anyone yeah. who's uh, who's near Houston. Check yes. that out. Let it. Uh, let us know.
0: Austin, Austin, <laughs> Texas. Austin, sorry. No, you... <laughs> uh, Sweet.
1: Austin,
0: yeah, so we've got a, a packed program for you. Actually, not super packed. It's pretty lightly packed today, but we got some really interesting things that I think you're going to like. Um, we've got, uh, you know, talking about the standings, we've got a special on slowness. We've got our plays of the week and a little special segment from the community at the end um but let's uh like turn our attention over unless you had anything you wanted to add here chewy um uh
1: no no actually well i was gonna say we could talk about house of the house of dragons but i haven't i haven't actually watched since like the last episode so i i'm not up to date some stuff got spoiled which i'm sure everyone's seen at this point but uh i haven't watched that episode so i don't want to i don't want to talk about it right now are you caught up
0: you know, my uh my girlfriend who I watch it with is in Italy for the next two weeks and she two and a half weeks. So she's requested that I not watch House of the Dragon uh, or or The Rings of Power, you know, without her and wait till she comes back. So I can I okay. can do that. I can do that.
1: All right. So so then maybe next episode we'll talk a little bit about it if we all catch up. Or I guess she's gone. So that maybe in a few yeah. episodes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm out of the picture right now from you know but uh, it's been a really good season so far. Um, so speaking of seasons, why don't we turn our attention to the current standings?
1: All right. Yeah, so I guess let's quickly go over. We haven't talked about standings at all this season. And we obviously had our, our ringside predictions. And we had the panel on on who they think would be around uh, the top and who would be around the bottom. So, uh, Potty. Is there any surprises for you on the standings? Is there any teams that should be lower than, or you thought they'd be lower than where they are, or they should be higher where they actually are?
0: You know, I thought Honolulu would be a little bit higher than where they are right now in, what, third to bottom place. I thought they'd be more of a mid-tier with, like, the whole um, transition to a new place. Um, Let's see, Rome is only a little bit higher, so I guess... You know, with uh, rebranding, it doesn't necessarily change a whole lot. Um, I don't know exactly where they were positioned in the past, but I don't think that they were in dead bottom. It looks like they must have fallen. Is that an accurate observation?
1: Yeah, they were were fighting for playoffs uh, last year for a little bit at the end there. And the season before, I think they were like one point away, like when Turku beat Florence. uh, They took uh, Glasgow at the time spot. So... They've been in and around there, but I know Triple H has turned things around. They had a good week last week, so uh, they're actually one mm-hmm. of the teams that I think will be a lot higher. And um, I mean, the the team that we all uh, have been asking about, Florence, the team that that splashed this oh, agency. Wh-
0: where are they? I, I can't see them. And, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're right. They're cut off right at the bottom of the screen. There, uh, only on a one-game losing streak though. So they did. They did have a win last week, which is awesome. They're two nine and one. It's a uh, it's a head scratcher for me. I mean, they brought in a better goalie, they brought in a couple defense, they brought in some top uh, well top sniper in Nordstrom. So it's just weird to see it. It could be a lineup thing. I mean, when you bring in a whole new team, sometimes strats change. Some well, well yeah, the strats will change, the lineups will change. So I think they're just figuring it out. I I have no doubt they'll uh, they'll move back up. But it's cool to see some of the um, expansion teams, San Diego up there, uh, right ahead of Albuquerque, based off the of tiebreakers. Mm-hmm. We got Boston. Uh, ba- yeah, Boston Reed uh, is the owner this season, so he's started to turn things around, which is awesome to see. Melbourne, the uh, the infamous martyrs, are uh, <laughs> doing pretty decent uh, with uh, almost like a quarter of a new squad, and uh, and if we look at the top. I think my biggest surprise at the top would be Jacksonville. Uh, I know this isn't up to date. I know Monday they went 8-0 win against Honolulu. So their goal difference obviously looks better now. But being one of the best offensive teams this season, or sorry, last season, and then losing three in a row, I mean, could just be a bad week. But uh, uh, it's interesting. I wonder if it's just testing out new strats this season or or just a series of bad games, but, uh, I don't think they'll fall too much farther.
0: Mm. Yes. For their sake, I hope they don't. They're getting kind of low in the, in the trail. If this were a newspaper, it may, may not even be on the front cover. You'd have to like open it up (laughs) and they'd be down there on the second half. Um, but, uh, you know, congrats to the challengers, Las Vegas, Dublin, the top three, um so or you know i guess top two right if we're tied um so that's pretty exciting
1: yeah yeah it's gonna be interesting we'll we'll go over the standings maybe every week or every other week um but uh it, it'll be interesting to see where things go yes for sure
0: all right any uh any other comments on the standings or should we shift over to the the slowest
1: team in the league no nope. let's uh, let's head over and see how the their speed affects their uh, their position in the standings. All
0: right, well, I actually have to flip right back to that other screen. I can't edit it, so we're going back. Um, but let's pull it up. Um, Here it is right there for the world to see. Um, we've got the rankings of the teams by speed. And so what we're looking at right now is you can see that there are three kind of columns to this. And within each column, there's a rank column, you know, a variable named speed or offensive awareness, defensive awareness, and then a cap. And to the right is like the cap percentage of it. So what we're looking at right now, you can see like green means it's like the highest. So Turku has the highest speed amongst all teams in the league. Whereas who is the slowest team in terms of speed? Well, mighty Melbourne themselves, fifteen eighty-one is where they sit. So we thought, hmm, you know, speed might mean something different than just like how quickly you get from one place to another. How you know, what if we were to measure how quickly you get from like one thought to another or a thought to an outcome? And we thought, all right, let's measure offensive awareness. And so and we'll we'll circle back to the speed, but I just wanted to showcase this one. The highest offensive awareness of any teams is actually with Tennessee and Mm. the lowest still Melbourne. Um, But you can see that um, offensive awareness, Tennessee was really high up there. And I want to show another one and we can come back to this, but see Albuquerque defensive awareness, highest in all of it. And again, Melbourne at the bottom with um, 16. So I guess, like, we answered the question of, like, who is the slowest team in goals by all means and measures? It's Melbourne. Um, What does that really mean? You know, Chewy, when you look at, like, a cap percent, so you look at what the aggregate total points that players have invested into a category, and then you look at the cap and you compare those two numbers, and you have something like 94.44%. You know what does that mean to you as as kind of like a general manager a you know co team owner? What does that mean for that you know stat and the potential that it holds?
1: Yeah, so just I mean, I mean it's it's kind of self explanatory there, but like so obviously you're it's just how much how far away I guess you are from capping out your team speed. So if we uh, if we're looking at uh, for example, if we've, can you sort the speed again by uh, yes. by uh, the by speed. yeah yeah. so for example turku uh fastest team in the league obviously 1735 total attributes in it but uh, they're actually not the highest cap percent so that would be jacksonville meaning that they theoretically if all the players started uh progressing speed on both teams jacksonville would max out quicker um but if they both maxed out turku would still be a faster team uh Interesting, I guess. Uh, I'd say looking at it, I mean, if we compare, like, if you kind of jumbled it with, like, offensive awareness or acceleration or other stats, you could kind of start putting together, you know, uh, what strats may work against certain teams.
0: Mm -hmm. So,
1: you know, Norfolk being the slowest team, maybe you run a run and gun offense against them because, you know, their defense might not be able to keep up. Whereas Jacksonville being Jacksonville and Turku being the fastest teams, Turku being the second in offensive awareness, you know maybe you want to pay, play a little more passive, uh, mm. let them come to you, and then trap them into the uh, neutral zone or at the end of your zone. Um, it's inter- uh, Yeah, it's interesting. I think um, I think the defensive awareness may not play as much of a factor as people think, just based off the rankings. Um, maybe it will actually, because all the top teams kind of are are at the top ranks, but offensive awareness, I mean, Tennessee, you know, is number one in offensive awareness, but kind of at the bottom half of the standings. And then, um, you know, you have the top teams, Florence is seventh in offensive awareness and they can't seem to score. So Hmm. it's, uh, it'll be interesting. Maybe we could uh, tie these like offensive awareness to shooting and then see. Uh, how that compares uh, in like the uh, shooting percent one day. Oh yeah. 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 Let us know what you think about the chart. We'll post it on the Twitter, but uh, is there anything else Potty, you, you kind of came up with looking at this?
0: No, I think that was, uh, you know, the revelations with like the Tennessee and Albuquerque. I thought, Oh, those are, are interesting. Didn't think about them. Um, if there're people out there that like to do data stuff, the analysts, you know, tell us about. We've got a vacancy here, you know, uh <laughs> <Brookside> analyst. <laughs> yeah, there's um, a spot
1: right below me yeah. that not, not that someone needs to sit. But uh, uh, actually really quick, what well, before we like one thing I guess that a lot of owners and and players sometimes uh think like they look at overall and they think, "Oh, because I'm a we have a lower overall, we're going to lose." Just this just goes to show you. I mean, it's just three attributes, but Melbourne sixteenth in all three, um, but you know I think they're they're twelfth um, or eleventh in the standings. So strats play a long uh, a big part. Other attributes definitely play a big part. Uh, line matchups. So just something to think about. I mean, yeah, Melbourne and Boston—they're doing a lot better than uh, this chart would show. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go.
0: All right, so that was uh, pretty cool. All right, so now let's move over to our plays of the week. So I pulled this up. I also pulled up this other thing. Um, number one. All right, so these are our plays of the week. So we got Phillips. Coming in and gets demolished on a hit, but still serves up an assist. Conrad, I thought this, as well as Scurvy Dog, thought this was a worthy play of
1: the week. Next up. Yeah, <clears throat> Triple H sent this one, and I love this one. Uh, Fury just backhands it from at the top of the hash marks. This is some Sidney Crosby shot. The, back, like, the strength in that backhand was amazing. Going top corner. You love to see goals like this. And uh, this uh, was a Rome win, too.
0: Rome win it was. All roads lead back to Rome. And all face-offs in Dublin zone typically end in Rosca, Santagria, you know, slappers from the edge of that you know dot. But I thought this was an impressive one. And uh, hopefully won't happen to us again. But got to respect the play when it occurs.
1: Yeah. Tie it up, bring it to overtime. That was a good one. Next up, we got, in the same game, Bear with his second goal. Unfortunately, San Diego tried to make a pass to Pauly. He couldn't catch it. Or Pauly tried to make a pass, sorry. And Bear punishes them for that mistake.
0: Yes, for his 100th goal. Um, so, next we've got Hater uh, Slice playing to Mars. Oh, and look at this. If you look at Tater Slice, look at the haircut. We got the pigtails, kind of <laughs> looks like Geralt of Rivia, some, like, Witcher stuff right here. But if you, if we get another close-up, there's the hit, and then here comes the most magical punch. Oh, wow! Just right under the chin, asleep. sleep. All right, here we go. Next up is you.
1: Yeah, so we got his Scola. He opens his account here with a nice little windmill. Man, uh San Diego is still skating to that corner. They have no idea where the puck is. Look at this. Oh, turns around and it was too late. Lasse couldn't do anything about that. The defense couldn't do anything about that.
0: Yes. What a beauty that one was. And I hopefully he had a secure transaction with his accountant and didn't leave that <laughs> information public. All right, so next up we've got um Ooh, a shot onto Austin and green to cozy and, it, and somebody put a howitzer you know, like one of those german missile launchers uh or maybe it's like a cannon or something but you know crazy,
1: i think it's crazy. a cannon but yeah, yeah. that shot. angle was was insane for sure you don't yes. you don't see goals from there
0: Ooh. yes <laughs> all right and, and la- last
1: yeah don't yeah. blink here because you'll miss the goal but uh ex-Warsaw Warlock Mikanen strips his old teammate and just puts it right past Duncan. Did you blink? Because if you did, you missed it. We'll watch it one more time. Steals it, goes in, gives Duncan the 1-2. Boom. Boom.
0: Oh, wow. Alright, and those were our plays of the week. So, uh, what, I mean, what's next for Ringside? What do we What do we got here? We got 100 people subscribed. We got hundreds of views. Where are we taking this, Chewy?
1: Yeah, so uh, we did. Uh, we knew it would be a little shorter episode, and uh, we put out into our Discord, you know, people asked some questions, and let's see what we got. Well, I'll, I got them pulled up here. If you want to pull them up, that works too. I'll rifle them off in any... Uh, yeah, and we'll go from there. Anyways, uh, the first question... I'll, I'll give this one to you. We got Robert Thump asks, why is Matt a Cowboys fan? And how do we get him the help he needs to stop? I'm not a football fan, but I think you might be able to help me answer that one.
0: I don't know. I don't, you know, Cowboys fan that's from Texas. I enjoyed the cuisine when I was in Texas. I enjoyed those Barton Springs. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know where the Cowboys are from. Where Where is that? You, know. Houston Texas? Cowboys? Houston Cowboys?
1: <laughs> Houston uh houston Texans. Yeah. i don't know so
0: that's like out of my i'm not able to answer this so i think Dallas it's cowboys
1: to- we got the dallas cowboys <laughs> oh the dallas
0: cowboys wow, <laughs> i'm terrible um so uh, yeah, we don't was- even
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right that was uh this just goes to show you matt we don't even know where the where the cowboys are from cheer for uh, another team
0: all right here we got a good one um how did this league form from kevin james yeah
1: so yeah so uh if you watch the first episode with Krieg, he definitely answered that. But uh, if I can quickly summarize it, him and uh, a friend at the time uh, were in a football league. They were chatting both uh, ex-military guys, I guess. And they were just like, yo, what if we start a hockey league? And they're like, sure. And then one day they just put together a hockey league and uh, 600 members later, 16 pro teams, eight minors teams uh, we're here. It's, it's, crazy how uh how an idea can can turn into that
0: and it's still open and waiting for you if you're just now you know if you're like wow i wonder what goals is so i'm gonna watch you know 20 minutes and 16 seconds into this you know podcast about it <laughs> uh, exactly but you can still join it's still open to everyone all right what uh what was the next yeah. question you saw on that list
1: yeah yeah so from tyler grimm's is there any team that is having a slow start to their season that will potentially turn their season around uh we went over this but uh what do you think bait the number one team that'll turn it around
0: Ooh, uh who's at the bottom florence florence will turn it around
1: <laughs> i agree yeah and uh, uh yeah go ahead
0: all right uh Okay.
1: Well, we got Vincent Constantino. Uh, goes. How did you get so many people to join the league? And uh, this is cool. Actually, we had a few people do a lot of recruiting for us. A big shout out to uh, John Fowler. He did two like recruiting booms essentially, and got us a a ton of people. Uh, most recently, I think uh, Nathaniel Ironsides and RJ Corker have got a lot of people to join. And what's really cool is a lot of people joining is just word of mouth. So from other sim leagues, you know, Goals was promoted, they join. And uh, it's really cool because then a lot of players who, who you know, go pro or minors know a lot of a lot of people on the team. So we started going on to Reddit now and, and, and other forums. So that's brought in a few people, but pretty much all word of mouth. I think we paid for a few, like, uh, exposures on other sim leagues, but that's about it. Yeah, I got the next question, or do you want me to read it off to you?
0: Yeah, what the fuck up is up with Florence. (laughs) (laughs)
1: What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, we have no idea what's going on there. But uh, Nikolai Redding, or here, uh, uh, Trevor Lopez, we'll go with this one. You can answer this. Is there any team having a strong start to the season that you think is going to fall off? If
0: you uh, remember any of the standings. Jacksonville.
1: Jacksonville's going to fall off. Uh, All right. Uh... <laughs> Bodie's right now sc- scrolling through this Discord and he has no <laughs> idea what's going on. That's okay. I'm going to go with uh with San Diego. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, Matt. Uh you you guys are just doing really well, but that's not a bad thing. That just means you're proving us wrong. And um why why don't you uh, scroll up a little bit and you'll find it. But uh the, the next question we got here is um, from Nikolai Redding. Which team is considered the most overrated slash underrated?
0: In the league? (laughs) I mean, these are hard. The most overrated would be...
1: (laughs) Do you want me to answer that?
0: I think the underrated would be Austin's underrated. But overrated is hard to say.
1: Yeah, that is a tough one. I mean, it's not really an overrated team because all the good teams are actually good. (laughs) I don't know. I guess you could say like, I don't know, Alaska? They won a cup. So it's like, I don't know. How do you call them overrated when they win a cup? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Do you want me to keep rifling these questions off?
0: Is there any more that you think are worthy, or did we uh, get our fill?
1: I think there was a couple of good ones. Okay. I'll, Joey Rab, after three plus weeks, uh, I guess we kind of answered this. Have any ringside predictions changed, or is there a surprise you didn't see coming? We kind of went up with that. What went already with that? Early playoff predictions. Uh, why don't you give us your, uh, your. You know, lock for the playoffs. Give us three teams that are locked for the playoffs potty.
0: Challengers, Dublin, Finns.
1: All right. Dublin's challenges, Finns. Yeah, can't can't argue with that one. And, I think they uh, might I be think, the top
0: three
1: as well. So Yeah, the top three right now. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Challengers, Las Vegas, Dublin, Alaska, Turku. Oh, okay. And then um are Layton Lee and Leathers the same person. <laughs> So a little joke. Uh, they, I don't know. They they were created exactly the same. So when when Grims did the uh, graphics, it was literally like cutting the same person. And uh, that's pretty much all the questions that uh, we got. But that was pretty cool. Maybe we'll do it a little earlier so we can, you know, rifle through the questions before the video. Yes. But uh, one thing that we might, well, that we will do next episode. We'll do it. So we're gonna start doing our top fives. We'll put out a list in the Discord, and um, you guys can vote on which top fives we do next week. So it'll be like, what's your top five video games or top five songs, artists, movies, stuff like that. Just to kind of keep it casual, you know, learn more about your yours truly co-hosts, Potty Potty and Chewy. And um, yeah, if you have any questions, shoot them in the comments in the, in the YouTube, and, and we'll answer those next video too. What do you think?
0: That sounds great to me. Keep it engaged. Keep it, you know, from the heart and keep connected. This is Rinkside, Episode 13, timing you out.